Hey everyone, I'm Victoria. And I'm Micah. We're two regular mamas living in Texas. We have five kids between the two of us, and we're here to share what we've learned about motherhood and what we're still figuring out along the way. If we've learned anything, it's that motherhood is a wild ride. Hang out with us and fill up a glass because this is Mom's Uncorked. Hi friends, Victoria here. Last week, Micah got to share her two under two story, and now it is my turn to take over and talk about something I've had plenty of experience with, and that is being a working mom. Micah is here with me, and she'll be popping in and out. Yes, hello, everyone. I'm excited to hear about it, Vic. So this first Working Mom episode is going to be mostly about deciding when and how to return to work following the birth of your baby and or maternity leave, challenges of working mom life, and just getting rid of some of that mom guilt. So I want to preface this episode by saying I think it takes a very special kind of human to be a stay-at-home mom. I also think it takes an equally special person to be a working mom. There are challenges to each. They are both hard. So today we're just going to jump in. I do also plan on talking a little bit about a personal transition that I made in my career a couple of years ago. So as I've mentioned before, I am a physical therapist. I'm currently working in an acute rehab unit at a local hospital. Uh, But in my almost five years of clinical practice, I've spent time in a few different settings. So we have talked about how you, Micah, you always knew you wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yes, always. I have always been quite the opposite. I always knew that I wanted to work. I knew from a fairly young age the career path that I was going to take. And I don't really think being a stay-at-home mom was ever something that I considered for myself. So mom guilt. It is real. We all have it. Whether you work, whether you stay home, it's pretty unavoidable. (laughs) I'm here to tell you working moms that we might actually be doing something kind of beneficial for our kids. There have been studies done about working moms and the benefits that it actually has on our children, Uh, daughters and sons. So daughters tend to have a pretty strong career influence and sons, it tends Mm -hmm. to influence their home life. Specifically, daughters of working moms are more likely to work, more likely to have leadership or supervisory positions in the workplace, and they are more likely to have higher earnings per year. Sons of working moms, on the other hand, are more likely to spend several hours, I think it's seven, uh, each week caring for the home and the children. Studies have also been done looking at the effects of working versus staying home on our children, and guess what, you guys? Everybody is just as happy. (laughs) The children of working moms, the children of stay-home moms, everybody is fine. You have not harmed your child by choosing to work. You have not harmed your child by choosing to stay home. It's all good. So when do I go back to work? It depends. Um, There's a pretty wide range of possibilities here. So does your company offer any paid maternity leave here in texas there is no mandated paid maternity leave which is terrible but it is what it is um but some companies do choose to pay you so whether it's six weeks eight weeks 12 weeks uh, completely paid that's amazing there's also fmla which is 12 unpaid weeks of leave There's also the option of using your own time that you've saved up. So your vacation time, your PTO, all that fun stuff. 
There's also short-term disability, which typically pays between 60 and 80% of your salary. Uh, and then there's a combination of, of a few of these. So let's say you get six weeks paid by your company of leave. Awesome. Uh, but you want more time. So you can take those six paid weeks and then choose to take six weeks of unpaid leave under FMLA. That way you get that full 12 weeks. Um, so there, there are options. I actually reached out to a friend who just came back from maternity leave. And oh my God, you guys, the hoops that she had to jump through are insane. So let me, let me tell you what she said. So she took 12 weeks off. Um, our company does not offer us 12 weeks paid leave. So this is what happened. Her first week, she had to use PTO. Weeks two through eight were 80% covered under short-term oh disability pay. Weeks nine and 10 were 100% paid. And they, that was what mm -hmm. the company calls mother-baby bonding time. Two weeks, that's all, two weeks paid. And then her last two weeks, she had to use more of her PTO. Ugh. That is ridiculous. And mm. it's not easy. Um, she even told me that the mother-baby bonding time, that is something you have to know to ask for. Like you have to know your benefits. You have to call HR and tell them, hey, I'm going to have a baby. By the way, I do want y'all to pay me those two weeks uh, at 100%. She also told me that with her oh my first gosh. little one... She was in labor in the hospital and between contractions, had to call HR and tell them, hey, by the way, I'm in labor right now. Today's going to be the first day of my leave. Oh, my gosh. So that's wild. They just can't make it easy for us, I guess. Um, personally, my situations have always been a little bit different. I, When I graduated PT school, I was pregnant with Charlie. By the time I graduated, sat for my boards, and got a job, he was five months old. I think he actually turned five months on the first day that I started my job. Uh -huh. um, I was able to kind of ramp up my hours a little bit uh, while I was trying to build up a caseload. So I worked, you know, 20-something hours the first week, 30-something the second week. And then by week three, I was expected to have a full caseload and be there, you know, full-time. Golly. Um, that transition was nice because, like I said, I was home with him for five months. And I can't... I can't imagine going from being home with your baby all day, every day for however long you choose to stay home. And then all of a sudden you're working 40 plus hours a week. So the transition was nice. It made it a little bit easier. And then with Madison, I didn't have any type of paid leave. So I chose to take nine weeks of unpaid leave. When it was time to go back to work, I worked three days a week I believe mm. for the first I don't know two mm -hmm. or three weeks and then I went back up to five days a week and I'll get into more about how my schedule works a little bit later on so that brings me to my next topic how do I go back it sounds kind of silly but there might be options do you need to return to work in the same capacity that you left and the answer is maybe not yeah if you're wanting more time at home with your children can you work less hours can you work from home? We are living in this day and age where work from home jobs are just popping up everywhere and you would be able to spend more time home with your kids. Mm -hmm. 
Can you modify your schedule? I've known women who don't want to work five days a week, but they still need to work full time or they're unable to take any kind of pay cut. So they modify their schedule to working four tens instead of you know the standard five eights. And that gives them a whole extra weekend day with their kids. Uh, there's also options of splitting your schedule between home and office. I know yeah. a lot of companies now are offering this. And if they don't offer it, don't be afraid to ask. All somebody can do is tell you no, and even then, at least you tried. Um, so there, there's always there's always options if you're willing to look or if you're willing to make some sacrifices. So I want to talk a little bit about a friend of mine before I get into my own little personal story. So my friend Barbara, Barbara, if you're listening, hello. Barbara is not only a brilliant PT but she is also one of the most put together women that I have ever known in my entire life. When Barbara came back to work after having her second baby, she said, I am gonna work only 30 hours a week and I want to work as early as possible. I wanna work all those early morning shifts. That way I'm home at a decent time of the day to spend more time with my kids. And I mean, she got what she wanted. The schedule worked out beautifully for her family because her husband wasn't typically working until later in the day and she was getting the bulk of her work done before her kids were even awake in the morning. She was starting her days at 6.30 a.m. in office Uh, and that worked for them and it was great and you know obviously she was working 25% less hours so taking a 25% pay cut made sense. Um, But that was something that they were going to be fine with and they were willing to sacrifice that in order to have more time with her family. That kind of got my wheels turning. And I can't remember exactly the time between when she came back to work and had that new schedule and when I kind of decided like, wow, I should I should probably, you know, figure something out because I'm I'm wanting more time with my kids. Let me tell you guys, working 40 hours is hard. And 40 hours is never really 40 hours, especially in patient care. You are there about 15 minutes early because if you have a patient scheduled at 6.30 a.m., they're walking in the door at 6.30 a.m. and you better be ready. Yeah. You're also probably going to be there about 15 Mm -hmm. minutes at the end of the day to wrap up. Lunches are an hour. And then, you know, I had a 30-minute commute to and from work. Yep. Those eight-hour days turn into nine- and ten-hour days really quick. That's where I really struggled with Charlie. I would come home some evenings from work, and he was already in bed. Or if he wasn't in bed, he was, you know, it was the end of his day, and it was time for dinner and bath and bedtime. So that was rough. Um I, at that point in my career, I was still so new, uh, I wasn't willing to take a pay cut. So doing that kind of barber transition was not going to work for me. It was not going to work for my family. But what I did was just kind of look at some options, working in different settings. Yeah. To my husband and I said, hey, this is what's going on. These long hours are killing me while I'm trying to be a present mom. I think I can find a job as a PT, obviously, I think I can find a job working way less hours, making roughly the same amount of money. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. 
and he was all for it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's what I did. I found a job in a different setting, and I've s- since switched again to now working in the hospital. Nice um, on a PRN basis, and it's incredible. My quality of life has improved. I'm so I'm a better mom. I'm a better wife, and it's. It's great. I couldn't be more grateful that I decided to kind of take that leap, that leap, and it was a hundred percent something that was out of my comfort zone. But I didn't, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I had a question about your PRN stuff because I actually like I have friends that do PRN, and then I hear a lot of like soon-to-be moms or moms that are people that are thinking of becoming moms, and um. Everyone's like, oh, just become PRN. Just just do PRN work. And they make it sound like it's like the easiest. Like, uh, yeah, it's like no big deal. It's the easiest thing you can do. Oh, you're going to have kids? PRN, obviously. <laughs> and so like, I guess my questions are like, the first one that I think might be more simple to ask is, um, does it have benefits, like insurance benefits with it? PRN, you do not get any benefits, which might not work for a lot of people. It works for us only because we have all of our insurance and whatnot through the military because of Caleb. So that wasn't an issue for us, but it gives me so much flexibility. I can work as much or as little as I want to. Um, I currently, I'm working four to five days a week, but I only work usually about six hour days. I can take half days when I want to, I can take random days off and not worry about using PTO because I don't have any PTO. Um, but the flexibility has been really nice and it's really been working with having two young kids. So I reached out to some friends to ask about some of the biggest challenges being a working mom. One of the big ones for me is managing your time off around the kids' schedules. Um, extracurricular activities, sick days, school slash daycare, holidays. Uh, I know when I have to sit down and make my work schedule, it's typically a month in advance and it's for a full month. So I'm looking at my work calendar, looking at my personal calendar, trying to make sure all of my days line up. Um, That's challenging. Some of the other things that people told me were accepting the reality. Someone else is spending more time with your kid than you may be able to. This is rough, you guys. The dropping your kids off in the morning, it does not get any easier. Um, That's definitely one of those things that just gives all working moms, I'm sure, a good amount of mom guilt. The days being short, and by this I mean by the time you get home, like I said, it's time for dinner, bath, bedtime. Um, So that is also just one of those things that doesn't get any easier. Um, And you're trying to prioritize your time with your family in a really short amount of time. Oh, you just got to go in there and cuddle them and hope they don't wake up or something. It makes me so sad. Getting it all done and still being present. Getting all of your work done. Making sure that you're exercising as much as you want to. Being a present wife, being a present mom, cooking dinner, and still being tired at the end of the day. That's a big one. I always say, I wish I just had four more hours in my day to get stuff done. So I can definitely feel that one. Missing out on stuff, 
That is a big one. I know for me, I feel this mostly in the summertime when you know you, Micah, and some of our other friends who are teachers are out doing things. And I'm like, sorry guys, it's 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. I'm working. <laughs> teachers, yeah. I I think that I manage this just by being really active with my kids with the on the during the times that I am home and available and present with them. And that's funny too, because I, uh, I do not like doing stuff on the weekends because I have all week to do it. Like I'm going to go somewhere whenever it's less crowded. Sorry, I'm not doing something on the weekend. <laughs> I think I have to kind of ask a little bit about, um, like it's just so much. And do you just have to, from the beginning, like thinking about your work, thinking about your kids, thinking about your spouse, and then you've got like your friends and you specifically, you have several groups of friends as well. And how you, do you just kind of end up developing like a thick skin? Like, sorry guys, it's not your turn today. And like, you just move on and like, you know, obviously we understand like, you know, I think that it just typically works out that I don't have things planned with different groups on the same day. Or, you know, if I'm doing something with you guys one week, the next week it's with another group of friends. I don't remember the last time I had to kind of pick between which group I was going to hang out with that day. Gosh, sometimes for me, I even feel like I'm like looking at the calendar and I'm like, oh no, I've got girls night with this group this week. Sorry guys, y'all are moved to next week. And like, which is so dumb, but you also know that you plan those girls nights or whatever the little things are around your family. And so you really only get like two, like two events a month. And then you've got like four groups of friends or whatever it may be, which we're blessed enough to have. Figuring out dinner every day is exhausting. Yeah. Because it's like a logistical thing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Everyone hates dinner. Dinner's awful. I hate it. And I have all day to think about it. <laughs> this one is so, 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 so true. And I know that there are moms out there that feel this every single day. Um, I will say that for many, many, many years, I mean, the better part of our relationship, I was always the one that cooked a dinner. And let me tell you guys, I am not a good cook. I'm not, I will say it. Um, I enjoy putting food on the table for my family, but I don't love how much of a mess um, it creates in the kitchen. So I love very like simple, short, you know, 30 minute type meals. I don't like spending a ton of time uh, cooking. My husband, on the other hand, is opposite. So he can whip things up. He can throw things together and call it a meal and it's great. I'm great at reading. I can read a recipe. If you give it to me, I can cook it. Um, but he's much better at just throwing things together. Since Madison has been born, he has really taken over and stepped up in that dinner department. And I mean, I'll say he probably cooks at least four days a week for our family. And it is wonderful. And especially with a small baby who's still like nursing and gets a little bit fussy in that later part of the day. It's so nice that he can be in the kitchen and feed our family. We're going to have to go into that too more because I think it's really important for the working mom part of it, how much more equal you and your partner have to be. Like you cannot just assume all of the quote motherly roles because that's too much and y'all have to really balance each other out, which I think is really important. Like for us, 
my cooking time, I love it because that's my time away from my kids. Like when Brian says, don't worry, babe, I'll cook dinner. I'm like, no, you go play, please go play with them. <laughs> like, yes, I love I love to cook and it's like my therapy every night. <laughs> well, but you know what helps me and I'm not even a working mom are those um, those boxes, the HelloFresh or every every plate is she I'm I am I'm like a year I'm on like six years of that stuff and I am a huge fan of that and I think it helps with the dinner problem all the time but yeah those boxes are great you had me on those for a while yes and I don't have to go like I know it's right there I have it and it tells me what to do and it's ready in 30 minutes and I'm good (laughs) having to decompress in the car um yeah Yeah, I definitely have had those moments where I pull up to work or pull up to daycare and it's like those few minutes by yourself. You know, you wake up in the morning and you're a mom and you go to work and you're working and then you come home from work and you're a mom. So finding, sometimes finding that time just to that five minutes to like be quiet and be alone with your thoughts uh, might be in the car and that, that can be rough. I know that everybody's situation is a little bit different. For me, I work because I want to. I worked very, very hard to get to where I am in my career. I love what I do. I love the people that I work with. I love going to work every day and really making an impact on people's lives. It's important to me. It gives me a huge sense of purpose and I am very humbled by my career. I also know that some people work because they have to. And I feel for you people who want to spend more time at home, but maybe cannot. I know that if I were to go to Caleb and say, hey, this is what's going on. I don't want to work anymore, or I don't want to work right now. I want to be home with the kids while they are still young. He would probably tell me, you are going to have to stop going to Starbucks, but we can make it work. (laughs) but you'll be stuck at home anyways it's not like you can go to Starbucks (laughs) I think that's what's really cool too is I I really feel I feel terrible for people that it's like an all or nothing kind of choice like they either have to work that full like they don't have any leniency with their workplace or they have to stay home and I feel like those people they can't get that like they never get that feeling back that like oh, I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing because they're being forced to like choose either way. And that that makes me really sad for people because I've heard from other working moms that are very similar that they love what they do and it makes them a better mom because they feel empowered outside of being a mom. And it makes them feel like even more worth because they're not only a mom, they can do these other things too. And I think that's really, really helpful and super empowering for working moms, which I think is awesome. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I am so lucky to be in this position where I work because I choose to work. But my heart goes out to those mamas who work but wish they could spend more time home with their kids or the moms who stay home and wish that they could work. I know how easy it is to lose yourself in motherhood and just have your life be consumed by that and wanting something more. So a very quick what your mama never told you is that no matter if you choose to work or if you choose to stay home, it's all hard. It's all hard, but we all turned out just fine. So we got this. 
Um, that's it for today. If you're not already, follow us on Instagram at moms underscore uncorked podcast. We want to hear from you. Bye.